Shabbat Shalom. Friday afternoon, I got a text from my father-in-law that this was uh, his, his father, my grandfather-in-law's favorite Parsha, and I should mention that to the two newlywed couples I see here, Matt, always do whatever your father-in-law says when he texts you on Friday, all right? But in this case, and in any time, if he's watching for my father-in-law, the texts are always good. But in this case, it's quite fascinating because of who my grandfather-in-law was. And we'll let Aaron explain more another time. But Jacob Beezer, First Lieutenant Jacob Beezer, Army Air Corps, was the only person to be on both the boxcar and the Enola Gay the planes that dropped the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. He was in charge of radar and electronic countermeasures. And over the years, I didn't have a chance to meet him. He had passed away from uh, exposure to the atomic bomb uh, before I got to the family. But my understanding is that over the years, he was both proud and horrified of what he had done. He believed that he was saving lives and saved many lives, but was worried about what cost. And the reason this Parsha was his favorite, I'm told, is because of the line that we read today. When you go into, uh, when you're in the land and you besiege a city for a long time in order to capture it, you must not destroy its trees wielding an ax against them. You may eat of them, but you must not cut them down. Are trees of the field human to withdraw before you into the besieged city? And this was the line that my grandfather-in-law used later in his life as he argued against uh, nuclear proliferation and a pro-nuclear freeze. This line for him, which was asking about the cost of what it means to wage war. The admonition for First Lieutenant Beezer was against destroying more than one needs in order to win a war. Now for the rabbis, what they do with this verse, they develop a law known as Baal Tashchit, that one should not waste wantonly. It's about more than just destroying in times of war. They extrapolate from this verse that one should not destroy more than one needs in order to live life. That we're not allowed to go around and just trash stuff because. If we need to use it, the rabbis say it's okay. There's a story in the Talmud of a, a rabbi is ill and he's cold and they're trying to light a fire and they destroy the entire house just to keep the fire warm. And one rabbi says to the other, but aren't we worried we're violating Baal Tashrit? We're wantonly destroying all of this stuff. And they say, no, 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 it's okay because it's for someone's help. And this is often where Judaism goes with this idea of Baal Tashrit. And it comes straight from the verse that we just read because the line that many of our commentaries pick up on is after saying one cannot destroy the fruit trees, it says, Ki, ad, ki ha'adam eitz hasadeh. Ki, a person, eitz hasadeh, is a person, a tree in the field. And one of our commentaries, Ibn Ezra, explains that what it means to say a person is a tree is actually to run it the opposite. He says, is a tree 
A tree equals a person. And anytime we destroy a fruit tree, we're destroying the potential livelihood that the people who might want to eat from it or sell the apples or whatever it is. But the reason we cannot destroy the trees is not because there's some inherent value in trees qua trees, but because of the human beings that might be adversely affected. And this is what we call, I think today, someone can correct me, an anthropocentric environmentalism. That we are doing something not necessarily because we care specifically about the trees or the water or the whatever. We care about the humans who might come to need it. And another line in the Talmud, the rabbis say that one is forbidden from wasting the well water on your own property. Now, normally, the rabbis, this is a whole other topic, guys, but normally the rabbis are relatively pro-property rights. You can do whatever you want in your land, but you can't waste your own water. Why, says Rabbi Yossi? Because other people might come and need that water, and so you can't waste it yourself. And I think that thinking about these things from a human-centered place isn't bad. In fact, it's probably the only way that we're actually going to do anything about it, right? We, we lower the thermostat because we're worried about, you know, our electricity bill. As someone who's now paid two electricity bills here in the great state of Pennsylvania, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, I get it. But some rabbis take a different tack. Rashi and his super commentaries read ki adam differently. They say, is a tree like a person in the field that it should suffer because humans go to war? Chizkuni says it even more specifically than that. It says, trees can't get mad. Trees can't run away. Trees didn't start this war. Trees can't avoid this war. Leave the trees alone, says Chizkuni. Which also makes some sense that we should offer our compassion to the inanimate objects around us. And finally, one of the latest commentaries we're quoting right now, Abar Benel, says, goes even a step further and says, just as you can't attack the trees that didn't do anything to you and can't run away, so too in times of war or not, you have to worry about the people who didn't do anything to you and can't run away. Now, Barbanel takes this to mean Baltashchit means not only to not destroy wantonly the property or things around you, but also to take care of those who are weaker and are voiceless and cannot take care of themselves. Baltashchit means to not waste, period. And as we go into Elul, we're already in it. As we think about Rosh Hashanah, we're meant to think about our own actions and we're meant to think about communal actions. We talked about this before. But one of the things I want to add to our mix of cheshbon and nefesh, of thinking about our deeds in the year past and what we want to do in the year to come, is to add bal tashchit to this. Because whether we're looking at it through the lens of Ibn Ezra or the lens of Rashi or the lens of Jacob Bezer, the point of this command is to think about the effects of our actions on those things around us that cannot stand up for themselves. It is to think about the consequences of what we do, and is it worth whatever benefit it gives us? So when we, hopefully not go to war, but when we live our lives, are we thinking about the collateral damage that we cause? 
So as we go into Elul, I ask us all to think about that, to add to that as we think about what we've done in the past year, what were some of the adverse effects of what we did, whether we intended to or not? Are there things that we have wasted? Are there things we have destroyed? Are there people that we have ignored? That we have transgressed of this sin of Baal Tashchit as we've lived this year. Shabbat Shalom, friends.